And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Well, there is a reason why... The Democrats were out in full force over the weekend attempting to defend Joe Biden and that there's absolutely no evidence, none, zero, uh, about uh, uh, the uh, the president being involved in any of his son's business dealings. Hmm. That's because Devin Archer, a former Biden family business associate, will be providing closed-door testimony to congressional investigators, ooh, let me see, just five hours from now. And I want to read this because this is really, you know, you talked about some of those emails that have been released. Yeah. Listen to this, though. This is from uh, the Washington uh, Washington Times. Uh, it says, uh, Devin Archer will likely be in no mood to shield the first family from incrimination in shady foreign deals. Archer, who is staring down a year-long prison sentence for security fraud, thought Hunter Biden and President Biden could have protected him from conviction. Hmm. Messages uncovered on Hunter Biden's discarded laptop computer show his close partnership with Archer unraveling in March of 2019 as Archer tried to overturn his conviction and sentence of one year plus one day in prison. Archer sent a series of texts asking Hunter Biden, why did your dad's administration appointees Arrest me and try to put me in jail. Just curious. Some of our partners are asking out here. Mm -hmm. Federal law enforcement arrested Archer in May of 2016 when Vice President Biden was concluding his second term in the Obama administration. Archer and six others were charged with defrauding uh, a a Native American tribe of more than 60 million and using the money to pay for their own personal expenses, homes, cars, travel, jewelry, according to court records. Before his arrest, Archer was one of Hunter Biden's closest business associates. He helped the Biden family secure millions of dollars from deals 
involving Ukraine, China, and Russia. If you want to put into perspective why, for example, the Department of uh, Justice, the Southern District of New York, wrote a letter to the judge saying, you need to set a date to, uh, that he reports to prison, mm-hmm. and did it over the weekend, Comer said, this may be obstruction of justice here. Now, they're allowed to do that, but it's the timing. Because yeah. they're attempting to intimidate my witness is what they're trying to do, is what uh, Comer was saying. But you wonder why, if that's a possibility, mm-hmm. why they were doing this and why you had the Democrats out in, in full force. Uh Archer met with Vice President Biden in the White House and was pictured alongside him on a golf course. He served with Hunter Biden on the board of Ukrainian energy firm Burisma, which allegedly paid the two men millions of dollars to obtain the vice president's help in shooing off a prosecutor investigating the company. His close connections did not spare him prosecution and conviction. Archer's, and just so you know, Archer's mindset going into this. Mm. By the way, you saw his lawyer said, This isn't going to affect his testimony at all. No. His lawyer said that over the weekend. Yeah. Archer's 2019 text to Hunter Biden show frustration and fear about his legal problems and his willingness to invoke the suspicious business deals that yielded millions of dollars in profits for as many as 10 Biden family members. Quote, why would they try to ruin my family and destroy my kids and no one from your family's sidestepped in and at least tried to help me, Archer wrote to Hunter Biden. I don't get it, I and, and I'm depressed. Bunch of the, This is a quote now. Mm. Bunch of these Asians getting in my head and asking me the same, so just curious what I should answer. That's, yeah, that's a quote, and that was the end yeah. of the quote we answer. Yeah. Archer may have been referring to executives from the now-defunct Chinese energy firm CEFC and the Associated State Energy HK Limited, which have ties to the Chinese Communist Party. Company officials provided millions of dollars to the Biden family and a small group of business associates, including Archer, who helped facilitate the deals. Uh, House investigators are eager to talk with Archer about specific payments the Bidens received from Chinese nationals and other foreign entities, as well as a paid FBI informant's claim that Hunter Biden and Vice President Biden were paid a $5 million bribe by Burisma's CEO. Uh, Archer is poised to provide key information to help investigators piece together the extent of Mr. Biden's involvement in his son's business deals, Mm. which would contradict the president's claim that he knew nothing about them. Archer is expected to tell House investigators and Hunter Biden pitched his father by phone into the middle of his business deals on as many as two dozen occasions. One media outlet reported that Archer is hiding after receiving uh, threats. His New York-based attorney did not respond to a request for a comment about those reported threats. In a statement released last week, Mr. Schwartz said there have been many leaks and much speculation about Archer's potential statement to the Oversight Committee, but next week Archer will get to speak for himself. Uh, so there you go. And when you uh, when you look at it, oh, it's because uh, in, uh, in June, let me just finish reading these couple of censors because it covers something that happened over the weekend. In June, the second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals rejected Archer's efforts to have the conviction and his sentence thrown out. 
Federal prosecutors sent a letter Saturday asking the judge to set a date and time for Archer to surrender and start his prison term. Representative James Comer, uh, head of the House Oversight and Accountability Committee, raised questions about the timing of the letter on Fox News. Quote, it's odd that it was issued on a Saturday, and it's odd that it's right before he's scheduled to come in and have an opportunity to speak in front of the House Oversight Committee and tell the American people the truth about what really went on with Burisma. In Archer's 2019 text message exchange, exchange with uh, with Hunter Biden over his legal problems, the president's son responding uh, with condescending statements that isn't likely to engender Archer's loyalty as he testifies before House lawmakers while facing uh, federal prison. In the 2019 text message exchange, Hunter Biden told Archer that his family could not rescue him from prosecution because there's no connection or control between the Justice Department and the Biden and the Biden vice presidency. So there you go. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. Bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the -the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen going to be an interesting day but this could like i said this could be the thing that blows everything to pieces because this is right here Devin archer this is somebody who was even involved more uh than bobby linsky was yeah in everything right. and and right. was you know key right to all of these specific uh, uh deals especially with the chinese so this is going to be interesting because as we have talked about they have evolved now. The White House last week officially evolved when Corrine Jean-Pierre for the first time uh, did not say that Biden knew nothing about his son's business dealings, but he never did business, you know, with his son. Right. That was a change. She claimed she's always been stating the same thing. Everybody knew she was gaslighting. Everyone, she knew she was lying. Everybody in that press room knew she was lying. Everybody watching that <laughs> that press briefing knew she was lying. And she knew 
Well, everybody knew that she knew that she was lying, and she knew that everybody knew that she was lying, and she said it anyway. Well, and now it's just becoming where everyone in the room seems to be looking at each other going, what's going on? Is this actually happening? Yeah. Is the goalpost actually, <clears throat> it, are they really trying to move the goalpost? It's almost as she's she's moving it as they're actually talking. It won't be long before her answer will change within one daily presser, within it, the 30, 40 minutes she's at the podium. At the beginning, she'll say one thing, and then at the end, the answer will change completely. That's how fast the walls are closing in. And will this be the last weekend that you'll have Democrats from Congress go on and say, there's absolutely no evidence that Joe Biden was involved in any business activities with his father, what's, or excuse me, with his son whatsoever? No. Just the last weekend, mm. you're going to hear that. Because it's when you see it to begin with, it's total gaslighting, and you all know sure. it. Sure. And it was like their only defense was, well, you had the prosecutor who was appointed by Trump been investigating this for five years and found nothing on Joe. Yeah. Well, no, the IRS whistleblowers say they weren't allowed to investigate anything about Joe. They were told Joe was off limits. Yeah. So that's a defense they're using that can be torn apart like that. What do they start doing a week from now? When does it start changing? Because even Jim Hines, a Democrat representative who said, well, no, Biden, Hunter Biden must be held accountable. But Joe Biden, there's no evidence at all. Zero. There's not. And, and I nothing there's not one single bit of evidence that joe might have been involved in this whatsoever well except for the 20 llc's the money being funneled to at least nine or ten different members of the biden family mm. and he knew nothing about it and what business were they in what was hunter Sun and what about and like i said with Devin archer you could get a lot deeper today which is sure why i believe there's a lot of fear right now in democrats because they I think Democrats believe that probably sooner rather than later, they need to make a decision whether they need to turn on this because otherwise Biden, you know, who knows? He might stay no matter what. Well, no, until he until he is forced out that. OK, that's a great point, because the, the, the we've said we said it during the Trump thing. Um, if they'll do this to Trump. Don't believe they won't come after you the average everyday person that's not back then a when it started a presidential candidate and then became president those now that were closest to hunter look at this and go it's only a matter of time before he throws me under the bus potentially so a devon archer or whoever is has been there before realizes everything's closing in on Hunter, and it's really this way with any investigation. But there's not been one at this level that I can think of. No, I've never. So they have to know that it's every man for himself. Yeah. And anything he can get to get leniency on this sentence. Certainly. Which he may which he may be able to get, especially but, if they but write also a letter. The, but... the, and and I you know, I mean this is this what this is what makes the whistleblower thing especially interesting too. It's not just a whistleblower that this wrongdoing was going on in government. Uh, they spent twelve hundred dollars on a hammer. They obstructed justice, it's is what they're saying. 
massive in its scale, in fact, unprecedented in its scale. Who wants to be that whistleblower? Not me. Thank goodness we had those at least two so far. And, And now who knows what Devin Archer will say. But, you know, this is the thing that came out over the weekend in the media. You know, that they were, at at first, the first version was they were going to try and arrest him or whatever. How is that not flexing on Devin Archer? When you look at the Matt Taibbi testimony, and we got word that they actually came to his door the morning at his home, the morning that he testified on Capitol Hill. Right. That's... Uh, flexing uh, uh, about something where the IRS owed him money. Right. <laughs> yeah. When does that ever happen? <laughs> Never. Wow. 86690 red eye. A USDA report studying concentration in the food retail industry and its impacts on competition reveals the following findings. In most metropolitan areas, five to six store chains account for most supermarket sales. While higher concentration in a market can result in cases of higher prices, likewise, in some cases of concentration caused by economies of scale, prices can be lowered as productivity improves. USDA economic researcher James McDonald says a present example is used in the report to illustrate concentration and competition. There's a proposed merger between Albertsons and Kroger, the third and fourth largest grocery chains in the United States. And what we hope to do is outfit our readers with the understanding of what the competition issues might be in that merger and what types of decisions antitrust enforcers might take in evaluating that merger. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report Report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Front Eye Radio. He's Eric Hurley, and I'm Gary McNamara. So I'm 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 here looking at uh, at uh, Twitter, and uh, it says trending the X. But trending on Twitter, the X. Yeah, I. Okay, it's and everybody over the weekend who apparently wasn't following, I know, was like, "What happened? What just happened? What's an X?" Calm down. It's Twitter. It's just Twitter. (laughs) Everything's going to be okay. I mean, we're still doomed. But try not to freak out just yet. All right, I'm trying to to figure out this one. Illinois Governor Pritzker has signed a law into plan that allows foreign nationals with work permits, some whom are illegal immigrants, to become police officers in the sanctuary state. Democratic legislators with a supermajority in the Illinois House and Senate passed legislation in June that opens law enforcement jobs to thousands of illegal immigrants enrolled in the Deferred Action Childhood Arrivals Program 
as well as thousands of other foreign nationals with work permits from the federal government. Well, if you're part of if you're part of DACA right now, aren't you currently legal? Mm, and and whether you're whether you're legal or illegal, how can a non-U.S. citizen be a police officer? Right. No, I I wonder about the uh, constitutionality of it. That is going to be immediately challenged, I think. Said an individual against whom immigration action has been deferred by the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services under the federal DACA process is allowed to apply for the position of police officer, deputy sheriff, special policeman, subject to specified requirements, a summary of the legislation says. So they're not talking about illegal immigrants, as the story states. Right. Because if, you, if you're inside the DACA process, you're technically legal. Right. Yeah. Article on Breitbart doesn't say that. It says some who are is specifically some who are illegal immigrants. I don't I don't see where they specify where that would be. Hmm. And they say in the sanctuary state of California, uh, Gavin Newsom made it possible for illegal uh, immigrants to become police officers on the local county and state levels. Hmm. But are they talking about? People who came here illegally, illegally, but are now legal. I don't. I. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know that either. Yeah. Because in the legislation it says if you're under the DACA process, which means or the or, or the process, mm-hmm. uh, any individual whom immigration action has been deferred, which means you're in here legally at that point if it's been deferred, unless you miss a court date. Right. Right. But it's temporary, but it's temporary. Yes. Yes. It's temporary, but it's right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of questions there. Yeah. Ton of questions on Mm -hmm. that. Studios. It's Friday Radio. He's Eric Carney, and I'm Gary McNamara. Welcome and good morning. Two stories, uh, one from Friday. Representative Jim Jordan shared what he called smoking gun documents proving Facebook censored Americans on behalf of the Biden administration in a lengthy social media thread. Uh, he uh, wrote the Facebook files part one, smoking gun documents prove Facebook censored Americans because of Biden White House pressure before diving into a lengthy thread reminiscent of the Twitter files used earlier this year to disclose once internal documents given to journalists um, once uh, Elon Musk bought uh, the social media platform X. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Twitter. Uh, Never before released internal documents subpoenaed by the Judiciary Committee proved that uh, Facebook and Instagram censors posts and changed their content moderation policies because 
of unconstitutional pressure from the Biden White House, Jordan wrote, Jordan wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter. That's actually in the Fox News article. <laughs> All right. So tweeted, exited. I exited today. Is, is that, yeah. No, it doesn't. It just, no. Be interesting to see. I'd, I'd like to see a hearing where I can see all of those, you know, explain it and, and put in context. Also, Rand Paul has announced an official criminal referral to the Department of Justice in, with regard to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, Paul pointed to an email from February of 2020 in which Fauci detailed a call with British medical researcher Jeremy Farrer, who was director of the Wellcome Trust. At the time, we talked about this last week, by the way. According to Fauci, those on the task force call, including Francis Collins, former director of the National Human Genome Research Institute, and other highly credible scientists with expertise in evolutionary biology, expressed concern about the fact upon viewing the sequences of several uh, isolates of the uh, COVID virus, that there were mutations in the virus that would be most unusual to have evolved naturally in Mm. bats Mm. and that there was a suspicion that this mutation was intentionally inserted. Suspicion was heightened by the fact that scientists in Wuhan are known to have been working on gain-of-function experiments to determine the molecular uh, mechanisms associated with bat viruses adapting to human infection and the outbreak originated in Wuhan Fauci wrote according to a screenshot of the newly unredacted email shared by Real Clear Politics this directly contradicts everything he said in a committee hearing to me denying absolutely that they funded any gain of function and it's absolutely a lie As he said it, this was Fauci. Yeah. The suspicion was heightened by the fact that the scientists in Wuhan University are known to have been working on gain-of-function experiments. Wow. This directly contradicts everything that Fauci said in a committee hearing to me, denying absolutely that they funded any gain-of-function, and it's absolutely a lie. That's why I sent an official criminal referral to the Department of Justice, Paul wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter, on Saturday. In July 2021, Paul reminded Fauci that lying to Congress is a federal crime, suggesting that Fauci had done so on the gain-of-function research conducted. During the heated exchange, Fauci insisted he had never lied before Congress during prior testimony, telling Paul that you don't know what you're talking about. Remember that argument back Oh, yeah. Fauci further denied that the National Institutes of Health funded gain-of-function research, despite Paul citing a journal article uh, titled Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat-SARS-Related Coronaviruses. Paul, who graduated from Duke University School of Medicine, was a practicing doctor 
before being elected to Congress. I notice that you don't have Democrats anymore saying, well, he's not a virologist. Yeah, right. I don't hear that anymore. Yeah. Wow. Walls are closing in for Fauci, too. It was inevitable. Well, remember early on when he played the game of what gain of, gain of function was and the criticism of Fauci was at that point. Well, he's changed the definition now. Right. Right. And as we have said, well, forget about definitions. Were you doing experiments that made it easier? However you do it, mm-hmm. that made it easier for an animal virus jump to human. Right. Real simple, yes or no. Yeah. If you don't want to use gain of function, use that term. Because right. they got remember we said he's using the term. Right. You're not talking about what he actually did, and we noticed it right away. Yeah. Well, and when because when all that was going down, the left had control of social media. We know that now. They certainly had the control of the narrative, whether it was Hunter's laptop or COVID. And you don't dare talk about the lab leak theory. We'll close down your X account. (laughs) (laughs) I've been banned from X. I've been banned from X. And I've been 86th from X. Yes. And that's, they thought the, I've said it before. They thought they, they had won everything. They could forever control the conversation. And how could you not? The narrative was fully under control. This, oh, this Rand Paul is such a nuisance. Okay, fine. I'll go play the dance in full James Comey, Mayorkas style with his arrogance. Well, that's not gain of function. That's not very simple. Yes or no? Did you manipulate the virus to make it more dangerous and contagious to humans? I mean, we're only talking about a global pandemic. We're literally talking about a global pandemic. Did you hear that the number of COVID cases, hospitalizations went up last week after yeah. going down? Yeah. For like yeah. week upon week upon week. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, let's get ready, blue states. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's, I don't think anything will happen. No, I even don't. Even if it increases. I don't think there's any political think. will. I, I don't even, think anybody's paying attention states. anymore on at all. I just don't. I don't. I mean, outside of hospitals and, and, and people who have compromised immune systems. But I don't think anybody, the, in, in terms of the political will to, you know, try and I don't know, put whatever policy in place. I don't think it's there. I think it's gone. But there is a growing political will to get to the bottom of it and find out how it happened and find out who's responsible, at least to the extent that we have authority over and we can hold these individuals responsible. And Fauci is at the top of that list. What can be done about China, I don't have the answers. But I can tell you right now that just like with we said with intellectual property rights, 
if the entire world, who just, by the way, is affected during a global pandemic, put the pressure on China, then maybe we could see something. But I, I don't know what that is. But at the very least, within our jurisdiction, in terms of public servants and, and people responsible, yes, we have that reach and we should we should get to the bottom of it to make sure it will never happen again. And we talked about last week some of the emails that had come out about you had, uh, you know, uh, those uh, those members, the people making decisions, mm-hmm. that the reason that they didn't want to say, well, look, we're not sure it could be either, yeah. is because they were afraid of offending China. Right. And they were clear about it right. in the emails, as we read to you last week. Right. Yep. Think about that. They were afraid of offending China. So everything was actually correct. Right. You think about that. I mean, you you, you go, I mean, we, we talk about the Hunter Biden laptop, the sen- the, the, the uh, censoring that, uh, that happened, and then you think about COVID and the censoring that happened and where we went as a society and where we're, you know, coming out now with it. Oh, there's another story. I mean, speaking of everything else, do you see that the head of the uh, NAACP in Oakland, see the letter that she wrote? Hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> that the defund the police was wrong. Uh, here it is. This was on uh, News Nation. Uh, Oakland NAACP President Cynthia Adams discussed a letter she wrote calling for officials in the city to declare an emergency on crime and blasted the movement to defund the police, our district attorney's unwillingness to charge and prosecute people who murder and commit life-threatening serious crimes, the proliferation of anti-police rhetoric, and progressive policies and failed leadership. This is from the Oakland head of the NAACP. Wow. In the letter, Adams wrote, failed leadership, including the movement to defund the police, our district attorney's unwillingness to charge and prosecute people who murder and commit life-threatening serious crimes, and the proliferation of anti-police rhetoric have created a heyday for Oakland criminals. If there are no consequences for committing crime in Oakland, crime will continue to soar. People are moving out of Oakland in droves. They are afraid to venture out of their homes to go to work, shop, or dine in Oakland, and this is destroying economic activity. Businesses, small and large, struggle and close. Tax revenues vanish, and we're creating the notorious doom loop where lives, where life in our city continues to spiral downward. We are in a crisis, and elected leaders must declare a state of emergency and bring resources from other city, other cities, the county, and the state to end this crisis. We are 500 police officers short of the number that experts say Oakland needs. Our 911 system does not work. Residents now know that help will not come when danger confronts them. Worse, criminals know that too. Wow. Could be a conservative. Yeah. Out of the NAACP. It was a few conservatives along the way. I'd like to see her comments in 2020. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Conservatives were saying that a few years ago. What were they saying back then? Well, it's just like the in D.C. In March, oh, don't believe 
all the hype in the media. That's not what's happening here in D.C. A few months later, they're murdering people in the streets. Yeah. This was always yeah. going to happen. There was no other conclusion. Yeah. Right. Poss- possible. Right. Eight six six ninety red eye. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Could be a big day, I mean, for just the the whole Biden administration. You think about it. I mean, this has the potential. uh, An unhappy uh, Devin Archer believes that the Biden family didn't back him up when he was busted. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now he's going to uh, jail looking for anything he can get uh, in order to. uh, Now, the Democrats will say because he's looking to get anything he can get or, you know, a letter from the uh, Republicans to the judge. Maybe he can get out of, uh, you know, jail time. So. He may be willing to lie, but he'll be under oath. Right. And a lot of yeah. the stuff, too, that you think about it now, that because there's so many sources that the Republicans are getting it from, the warning would be, we're, we just want you to confirm what the other sources are saying. Well, no, really, is any, any thorough right. investigation is going to be that. You, you're just you're going to try and corroborate pretty much everything with everyone. Because there are so many right now, so many pieces of this huge puzzle, but they're all coming together. But the thing about Devin Archer, because everybody's been focused on the fact of that, well, he can say that Biden, that Joe Biden talked to these people. Well, can he say where the money went? Can he help with the money? Does he know where the money went? Who helped? If Let's put it this way. Here's a question to ask. If Hunter was... It, it, well, he was a cocaine addict. If he was completely, if everything he did was completely dysfunctional because he was a cocaine addict, who set up the 20 LLCs? Who set up all the bank accounts? Who who came up with the idea to send all the money? Was it Biden's brothers? Who came up with this? Right. This was quite sophisticated. Who, If he's a cocaine addict, then who did all of yeah, this? Yeah, he didn't do that all by himself. That's a great point. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.